And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the latest crop reports as seeding progress has doubled in the past week. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at mcdougallauction.com. And South Country Equipment, your one stop for great service and a selection of agricultural, precision, ag and lawn and garden products. The latest crop reports is Saskatchewan farmers made great seeding progress during the past week. Seeding is 70% complete, up from 35% last week and well ahead of the five-year average of 55% for this time of year. Crop extension specialist Shannon Friesen says recent rain is welcome, but more is needed. Well, provincially, 70% of the crop is now in the ground. So that has essentially doubled from last week's progress of only 35%. So we had a relatively good week of optimal field conditions and very little interruptions. So that did allow us to pull ahead of the five-year average of about 55%. By region, what is the progress? The southeast region uh, is the most advanced with 82% of the crop seeded. The northeast follows with 77%, the southwest with 72%, the west central region has 66% seeded, the northwest has 65%, and 53% is now complete in the east central region. Regina had some rainfall this morning. There's been some rainfall in the Saskatchewan Grain Belt. Where and how much? Yeah, certainly it looks like quite a few areas got rainfall in the last couple of days and many areas got some last week as well. So we've heard, you know, anywhere from just a couple tenths to even half an inch, even to over an inch in parts of the south. Of course, that all depends where you are, as many of those rainfall was quite scattered. But for the most part, uh, we did get quite a bit of moisture overall, and we are very happy about that. Do the crops still need more rain? They do, yes. You know, unfortunately, we've had too many weeks of warm temperatures, strong winds, and no moisture. So for the most part, a lot of that topsoil has been drying out. And we are hopeful, of course, that we continue to get timely rainfall in order to replenish some of that soil. What is the topsoil moisture rating this week? As of Monday, uh, topsoil moisture conditions on cropland uh, were rated as 47% adequate. 39% short and 14% very short. On hayland and pasture, it was 31% adequate, 46% short, and 23% very short. How do some newly emerged crops look so far? For the most part, things are in relatively good condition. Uh, We have had some damage, of course, from the lack of moisture as well as the strong winds. And we've also heard now that flea beetles are out in some of those emerging canola fields as well. Tell me about how our pastures looking. Pastures still remain quite dry. Growth has been very, very slow. In some cases, cattle have been moved out, uh, but in others, livestock producers have still been supplementing. But at the moment, provincially, uh, pasture conditions are rated as 22% good, 40% fair, 28% poor, and 10% very poor. I understand there have been more cases of farm equipment contacting power lines. There have been, yes. We had 34 this past week, so that does bring the total up in May to about 119. So, of course, we would like to remind producers to be careful out there to make sure that they know where their equipment is and, of course, to have a safe rest of the seeding season. This recent rain we've had the last day or so, what impact will it have on pastures? Hopefully, uh, what it'll do is actually start to really green up those pastures. Of course, in many cases, the lack of moisture is so severe that we're going to need significant amounts of rainfall. But hopefully, it it really starts to green them up and really get them established. And it'll have an impact on the threat of wildfires and the outbreak of wildfires? Absolutely. Of course, in some areas, it's still likely not enough, but any, any bit helps, that's for sure. 
So what do you expect the impact of this rain that we've had the last uh, day or so on cropland as, as well as pastures? Well, ideally, it will improve the conditions for us. But of course, it all depends if you got any rain or if you got lots of rain, of course. But for the most part, we should be able to have a lot of our crop actually germinate and hopefully emerge and establish itself. So it's pretty beneficial. Absolutely. It couldn't have been better timing. Shannon Friesen compiles the weekly crop report for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. The University of Regina's Johnson Shoyama Centre was the site of a forum yesterday to discuss the future of the hemp industry in Saskatchewan. Those in attendance discussed the business side of hemp as well as legislative changes that should be made ahead of cannabis legalization. Gary Meyer, president of Hemp Genetics International, explains the difference between medical marijuana and hemp when it comes to agriculture. Medical marijuana is produced under very tightly controlled environmental uh, regimes, usually under greenhouse. The industrial hemp business is currently all produced outside in broad acre situations in fields that will range from 10 acres to several hundred acres in size. Ottawa is expected to legalize the use of marijuana around the 1st of July this year. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And brought to you by Precision Ag, the power of growth in Griffin, Carlisle, Carnduff and Odessa. Long-awaited grain transportation legislation has finally been approved by both the House of Commons and the Senate. The measures are included in Bill C-49, which was introduced 53 weeks ago. The bill gives shippers the right to charge railways with penalties for poor service and clarifies the definition of adequate and suitable service by railways. Wade Sobkowicz is the executive director of the Western Grain Elevators Association. We are getting uh, significant amendments to the Canada Transportation Act that will help rebalance that relationship between shippers and railways, and, and hopefully it works out the way we intended it to work out, and it becomes a more commercial-like relationship so that uh, the railways can be held accountable, just like we're held accountable. Farm groups are pleased with the changes, but say continued monitoring will be needed to make sure railways adhere to the new regulations. Norm Hall from Winyard is the vice president of the Canadian Federation of Agriculture. That's why they have 128 lobbyists in Ottawa, so that they can find these loopholes and work their way around find the little nuances that they can play with. That's what they're going to do. We're going to be depending on our legislators, on the uh, Transport Canada, Canadian Transport Agency, to make sure that the law is followed its intent. The first visible step will be this summer when CN and CP Rail are required to develop plans of how they intend to move the 2018 crop to port. He hopes the Transport Minister ensures the railways follow their plan. Bill C-49 also contains improvements to long-haul interswitching to include more delivery points, as well as giving the Canadian Transportation Agency the ability to investigate rail service problems without a formal complaint by a shipper. Sobkowicz says it will take several months for grain companies to negotiate level of service contracts with the railways. That's because there's an arbitration process involving the Canadian Transportation Agency. If you multiply that by all the shippers that are out there, you know, the railways are going to be inundated with requests to negotiate and the agency is going to be inundated with requests to arbitrate. So it's going to take some time before all of these service uh, level agreements are in place, but the aggregate of all the service contracts, once they are in place, we think will require the railways to bring on and, and hold more capacity. Otherwise, they would be subjected to uh, financial penalties for failure to perform. 
Bill C-49 also contains measures to encourage CN and CP to invest more money in grain handling assets such as hopper cars. And this morning, CN announced it was purchasing 1,000 hopper cars. Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were on the downward trend this past week. Provincial livestock economist Brad Marsenyuk says improved supplies of beef in the U.S. have pushed down cattle prices. Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were mixed but primarily lower last week. Canfax reported Saskatchewan feeder steer prices range between $4.13 per hundredweight lower and $1.41 per hundredweight higher. The largest price gains were in the 8 to 900 pound feeder steer weight category, while the biggest price declines were in the 5 to 600 pound weight category. Saskatchewan feeder heifer prices were primarily lower over the week. Last week, feeder heifer prices ranged between $4.47 per hundredweight lower and $1.03 per hundredweight higher. The only price gains were in the 800 plus pound weight category, while the biggest price declines were in the 7 to 800 pound weight category. And what were the factors behind these changes? Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were primarily lower on weaker U.S. feeder cash prices. There was also some weakness in the fed cattle markets with higher U.S. slaughter numbers over the last two weeks, which helped push prices lower. And what were marketings? Canfax reported 7,682 head of cattle were sold in Saskatchewan last week, and that was up slightly from 7,531 head marketed the previous week. What happened with market-ready cattle prices? Slaughter cow prices in Alberta were lower last week. The price of D1, D2 slaughter cows declined $1.80 to average $96.50 per hundredweight, with the price of D3 slaughter cows declined $1.10 to average $84.90 per hundredweight last week. Fed cattle prices in Western Canada for Alberta fed steers were significantly lower last week, declining $11.54 per hundredweight to average $146.33 per hundredweight. Large U.S. slaughter numbers over the last two weeks have put pressure on the fed cattle markets in North America. Provincial livestock economist Brad Marsenyuk compiles the weekly cattle market update for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. Market update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hall is Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were moving up in early trading this morning. Canola gained 410 at 513.74. Oats rose 454 at 162.98. Number one red spring wheat increased 512 at 259.73. The rest were unchanged. Durham 252.81. Feed barley 195.63. Flax 462.84. Yellow peas 244.54. Feed wheat 189.58. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, July spring wheat is up seven and three quarter cents at 6.49 and three quarter cents a bushel. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of May 22nd. It was Weyburn's turn for a regular sale last week. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.82 cents to $0.92. Cents. D3 cows sold from $0.65 cents to $0.80. Cents. Good butcher bulls sold from $1.10 to $1.25. Even though our spring pre-sorts are over, we are still seeing a few feeders coming through the ring. 600 to 650 pound steers averaged $1.67 and sold up to $1.90. 
$650 to $700 pound steers averaged $1.65 and sold it to $1.80. 700 to 800-pound steers averaged $1.65 and sold it to $1.75. For the heifers, 550 to 600-pound heifers averaged $1.57 and sold up to $1.65. 600 to 650-pound heifers averaged $1.56 and sold up to $1.70. 650 to 700-pound heifers averaged $1.54 and sold up to $1.70. 700 to 800-pound heifers averaged $1.53 and sold up to $1.68. And 800 to 900-pound heifers averaged $1.50 and sold up to $1.56. This has been Stephanie Dagg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,300 hogs Wednesday, selling a range of 151 to 159 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,300 head, selling a range of 152 to 160 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is steady and forward contract prices opened lower this morning. On Wednesday, the Canadian dollar was down 55 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2876. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 77.57 cents U.S. U.S. negotiated cash hog markets are struggling to make gains at a time when the market typically is at its strongest. While seasonal hog supplies have shrunk the weekly hog slaughter to around 5% below a month ago, hog numbers are still averaging close to 4% more than year-ago levels. The dynamics of the market currently favor the buyers of pork, as none of the primal cuts appear to be in short supply. The abundant supplies and sluggish cash market has been a major influence on the futures market over the last week, with traders increasingly pessimistic that the market will not be able to match the typical summer rally that is characteristic of late May and early June. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352 1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today mainly cloudy, 60% chance of showers and risk of a thunderstorm, wind west 20 and a high of 26 degrees. The low 15, the same for tonight, chance of showers and risk of a thunderstorm. Friday, mainly sunny, wind northwest 30 and the high 27, the low 14. Saturday, sunny with a high of 29 and the low 13. Sunday, clearing skies, the high 24, the low 11. Monday, sunny, the high 27, the low 11 degrees. Tuesday, sunny, the high 25, the low 12. Wednesday's outlook, partly cloudy with a high near 26 degrees. The normal high for this time of year is 21, the normal low is 6 the sun rose at 5 this morning. It sets at 8.51 tonight. And this hour we have the hot spot in Saskatchewan. Surprisingly is quite a ways north. Island Falls is 30 degrees this hour. But the hot spot in Canada is Lynn Lake, Manitoba at 32 degrees. The roundup across Saskatchewan, we have Estevan at 25. Saskatoon is 22. Swift Current, 23. Weyburn 24, Yorkton is 22 degrees. In fact, the cold spot in Saskatchewan this hour is Wasika and Melfort, both at 17 degrees Celsius. On the uh, look at Regina, it's cloudy and 20 degrees, that's 68 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west at 13. Humidity is 73%, the barometer dropping 100.7. Cloudy and Moose Jaw at 19 degrees, winds are from the northwest at 4. Once again, Regina cloudy and 20 degrees, that's 68 Fahrenheit. 
That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.